1: We are back live here on our big broadcast, we are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today and AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes and of course you can find us each and every day over there at jiggyjagger.com. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world and of course iHeartRadio as well. And we have got a great great guest. With us today here on our big broadcast, I am just I, I am unusually excited uh to be talking to uh a great guest with us today, Rory Ross is with us. He joins us here on our big broadcast and uh Rory is from Disney Plus as the book of Boba Fett. He's also going to be in the new Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Disney Plus series as well. Uh but let's start, Rory, with your um, with a little bit on your background. You grew up in, what was it, Arkansas? <laughs> well,
0: I was, I was born in Arkansas. Okay. Uh, but I, I grew up in Iowa, in a very small town called Lockridge, Iowa. I in think there was about Iowa. 100 people. So it was pretty small.
1: You know, I have been through, uh, I, I've been to Spencer, Iowa. That is the only, that, that <laughs> and uh, it, it, it. It's a tiny place, and pretty much every town in Iowa is tiny. I noticed driving through Iowa, you would see nothing for miles, and then all of a sudden this town pops up, and it's tiny. There's nobody there, hardly. And then you'd move on down the road, and it's more tininess. Did you, growing up in Iowa, did you notice that about Iowa's just, just small?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they call it a drive through state. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of all the same, but I, I will say, you know, I, I don't want to speak down on Iowa. It, it, it was a really cool place to, to grow up. I had a, a kind of unusual childhood in that I grew up in the southeast part of Iowa, so a lot of people, I think, they, they picture Iowa as very flat. I had some hills. You know, they were about 10 feet tall, so I consider that a hill. That was pretty nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I had some river property, but what was crazy for me is I grew up, on a farm and so we actually had you know texas longhorns we had That's American awesome. horses we had emus ostriches and even at one point we had two african lion cubs as well as a pet store we had piranhas a football pythons parakeets parrots all this kind of stuff so it was a very wow. kind of almost growing up on a zoo so i don't think it was a typical iowa childhood um but it, you know very uh you know kind of secluded in an area because when you know, when it came to Halloween, I don't think I ever did trick or treat because otherwise you'd have to walk three miles to go to the neighbor's house. Yes.
1: <laughs> so okay, you you, you end up uh, eventually going out to what was it, Seattle? Is that Correct. where you ended up? Yeah. So why make the jump from Iowa to Seattle? That that is a hell of a culture shock.
0: <laughs> it was. It really was. And, you know, again, like I said, with the mountains I knew of, we're about ten feet tall and Seeing Mount Rainier and, and the Rocky Mountains, that was awe-inspiring to just uh, look upon and be like, "Wow, you know, this is this is what you call mountain. This is cool." And then uh, it was a very much a culture shock of going from a hundred people to like over a million. Um, but the reason for me, in terms of why I left, um, it sort of kind of is like Luke's story, where Luke and Uncle Owen they don't necessarily see eye to eye, and for me, my dad and I, we didn't necessarily definitely didn't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Um, and so I ended up leaving at age 13 to sort of basically start a new life. I, I went to Seattle and, um, went to an academy and I actually ended up paying 10 grand for my freshman and sophomore year each and then 12 for a junior and senior year. Uh, so while everyone else is having fun and, you know, experiencing high school and the public atmosphere, I was, you know, working two different jobs and then also doing scholarships and community service to, to make that all happen.
1: It's pretty badass. We have got Rory Ross with us today. He joins us here on our big program. And uh, we are also live on KFRK in Denver as well. A fantastic interview today with Rory Ross. He is part of the Book of Boba Fett. He is also going to be part of the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series as well on Disney+. So you end up in Seattle... Uh, what got you interested in acting and g- getting some of the different sp- spots that you've gotten?
0: Yeah, well, so I think we have to go back just a little bit um, okay. because Hit, when I was ahead, six years old living in Iowa, I contracted a rare fungus that was a, essentially causing my scalp to fall off. Wow. And it was, yeah, so it was during this really traumatic event and going to the hospital. I went to Iowa City Children's Hospital and I remember. It was like a hazmat crew that came out and got me, and uh, they had to go through this decontamination process. It was really crazy, and I remember, you know, getting an IV for the first time, and they actually missed, and so it was kind of like, it was just really traumatic for myself my mom, uh, you know, and and all this stuff happening. And I just remember that first day, my mom went to the media library inside the hospital and brought Star Wars A New Hope. It was the first time I've ever seen Star That's Wars, awesome. and seeing Luke's journey and how he was able to overcome insurmountable obstacles. It gave me the hope that I needed that I was going to be okay. And uh, at the time I was in the pediatric ward, there were some kids that were, you know, going through different things. But there were some that got better and then there were some that that was it. Uh, And so I just remember when I left, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, whatever it is. I want to bring hope and inspiration to people like Luke did for me. And so that's always been a very big thing for me. And as I went on and, like I said, left at 13 and kind of like Luke, decided to go and do a new new journey, um, that's that's something that's permeated, And I've continued to do community service and try to find ways of giving back to, to the world, um, especially the communities that I'm in. And then uh, when I was in Seattle after I... Uh, high school I went to Walla Walla Washington and did college there. That's
1: awesome. You actually ended up
0: in Walla Walla, Washington.
1: Hey, Walla, Walla, yeah. That's badass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was interesting, you know. I didn't really get to explore or uh, taste the wine unfortunately until I graduated because of the the kind of uh, atmosphere I was in, but um it was it was a cool place and you know seeing Palouse Falls, but uh, when I was there, it was like my junior or senior year, I did this play called A Time of Green. And in that I play a chicken named Picard, and I am on stage, and I go, Picard, and I lay an egg, and that was, that was like my big little moment there, and so that was the, sort of the beginning of, of my acting journey, and then I left from uh, Walla Walla and went to Seattle and got to do some indie films and Seven Witches, and then I uh, found my way here in L.A. I came to L.A. rocking my Seahawks jersey, uh, doing first class so I could get you know cheap luggage option off of Alaska Airlines, and then... I had $200 in my pocket. So when I came, I, I didn't really have necessarily a, a big plan or or maybe as planned out as I should have. And I couch surfed for, I would say, four to six months and then uh, just found my way getting on set uh, here with like Westworld. And then I became Lee Harvey Oswald on the History Channel with JFK yep. Declassified. Uh, did Chris McCandless for uh, Off the Map uh, with Travel Channel. Went to, off to Alaska and South Dakota and some of these other places that Chris McCandless actually traveled. And then I uh, did the Lincoln Park uh, music video, Heavy. I was uh, Chester Bennington's Stunt and Body Double. So those were all some really great things. And then it was uh, last year where all of a sudden I ended up on Star Wars and my life changed forever. Well,
1: I want to go back here and, and talk about the the opportunities that you had to, to get to this point. You mentioned the, the music video and some of the other things that you were involved in. Did, did you have to... Hire an agent, or did you find somebody that knew somebody? How the hell did you end up with some of this stuff, brother?
0: I mean, it's crazy to think. I actually, all of that was through direct submission. So it was um, just me hustling, and and that's still me today. I I try to find things that I can do. Um, I was very fortunate that I was able to, I've always had a passion for tech, and so for a long time I was working for Oculus and was traveling around the world showing off. The virtual reality systems and that's so between awesome. acting and that that's really all i had and and i w- did really great with that job and so it helps me continue persisting and enduring uh, all the constant no's that you get here in, in la and then you know with uh, the chris mccann list that was a an interesting one because all my work prior to that it was all villain and so i yeah. remember they're like Chris is like a very hopeful, adventurous guy. How do we know this is you? And so I had to like show him, I was like, my actual personality is that person. But all the stuff I played, you know, it was very dark and gloomy. And so it was uh, it was a funny process to go through that. And then even with Linkin Park, I remember originally I didn't get it. And, uh, wow. and you know, I talked to my mom and she was like, you know, hey, things can still happen. And it was funny. The very next day they called me and I guess the guy that originally was going to do it uh he wouldn't shave his head and go bald like chester. So I was like, you know what? Look, I've got I've come this far. I'm gonna go all the way. And so I went I shaved my head completely and rocked like these fake earrings and all this stuff to to do it. It was it was a lot of fun.
1: I'm just amazed at the at the way some people I I, I guess go through the world. I'm I'm just amazed that you're given the opportunity to be, you know, in a music video, make some cash, you know. There's, 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 there's probably going to be, you know, uh, more opportunities. And this guy lets him, l- lets us stop from shaving his head. I'm just <laughs> amazed at, at all the way things happen in life. But th- that's pretty badass. He didn't want to shave his head. You're in, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, that's sort of the same thing that happened with the uh, book of Boba Fett. the 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 original person that was fitted for the costume, uh, Greg Cufero, who was a buddy of mine, he, um, they had shot things out of order, so that's why the train scene and then the robing scene, yep. which are really yep. awesome scenes. Uh, he's the one that is actually the character because the the costume, the outfit, was originally made for him. But what happened is when production shut down due to COVID, and they came back later on uh, in twenty one. Uh, he wasn't able to do it. And that's what opened the door for me. And so it was, I, I mean, obviously it, it, it sucks for him because that was a character that he really, and, and still does uh, kind of imprint himself on and he he looks at it as his. And, and then for me, just to be able to sort of put my own spin a little bit on that character in those scenes and to try to put um, you know my stamp on it was really cool. And, and it, it's been amazing to see how the fans have reacted. And then also for me, for my full Star Wars story to kind of come full circle.
1: Well, and that's that, that, that's something else. We have got a great, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Rory Ross is with us. He's from Disney Plus' The Book of Boba Fett. And um, he is a, a fantastic actor, and he joins us today here on our broadcast. The Book of Boba Fett is the Star Wars series uh, chronicling the adventures of the legendary bounty hunter. It's now showing on Disney Plus. It is amazing, and you mentioned something there that I, I think a lot of a lot of studios and a lot of uh, tv series is, and and this is what they're doing anymore they're shooting things out of order um, is that basically to prevent somebody from running their mouth is that pretty <laughs> much what, what it comes down to or or is it or is it you know uh, production cost or it's a little bit easier to do all of this stuff in a certain order and then piece it together later
0: or. Right. I, I think it's, uh, you know, sometimes there's, there's kind of a, a list of reasons. Um, I, I, obviously in this particular case, uh, in terms of shooting in order, it's probably because of, you know, uh, scheduling. It's a really hard, you know, yeah. making sure like, you know, Tim is doing some great stuff and uh, Ming-Na Wen is doing some great stuff. So I think it's, you know, it's sometimes difficult to try to align those schedules and make sure that everyone's available for, for those things. Um, and, and then also the set pieces and, and different things. Sometimes it's just how it works. Um, yeah. So either either way, I'm I'm very thankful for this, and, uh, and and to have that opportunity was just simply amazing.
1: Well, I, I think it's pretty badass, and and this show <laughs> is amazing. Uh, when exactly do you? Get to see the the finished product. Do you see it when everybody else sees it, or do you guys have like a screening, or how does this work since it's on a streaming service and not an actual movie?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think you know, obviously uh, things are a little different because of COVID too. Um, yeah. There's not. I remember just as right before Book of Boba Fett came out, I had a friend who was working on The Matrix and they were going to do a screening party. They ended up doing it, but there was another one that it got canceled right at the last minute. So it's been really interesting here in L.A. Like you're not getting as many social events as would happen. Um, with me, I'm not as a central character in the sense of like, you know, I'm a top billed cast or anything like that. So yeah. we I wouldn't get uh, usually the ability to see it beforehand. Um, when you're on set sometimes, and there was one particular scene that was cut out, unfortunately, where it was the train scene and you have two people firing. I got to see a previs, which is just like the digital version of what that's supposed to look like without the actual actors. And, um, it was supposed to be me running across, you know, kind of giving assistance. But I remember when I went over there, they said, we want you to run as fast as you can. And I was like, okay, you know, I I did a little track, so let's let's go. (laughs) And, uh, I think I just surprised them because I took off real fast. Like, you know, this is my moment. And um, I remember they were like, nope, nope, okay, you got to go back. You got to slow it down. You're a Tusken Raider. You're full of all this gear. You're going over there. I'm like, yeah, I'm going over there, but I, I, I'm supposed to be taking out this person, right? So I need to – it's urgent. <laughs> so it, was, it, was, it was fun. Uh, it was good times. Um, so sometimes you'll see the previs, but typically if you're in a minor role, you won't see – the sort of Robert Downey Jr. treatment where you get to see all the whole movie before anyone yes. else
1: <laughs> Now, another project that you're involved in is you're going to be in the the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Right. And this <laughs> series, I will have to say, this is the most secretive damn thing that the Disney Star Wars folks, you know, they, they, they released a trailer and a bunch of different things, and then... It went dead, baby. They, <laughs> the 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 internet. I always I'll, I'll dial up these these YouTube guys, and they are just that. The, there are people that are literally piecing together news from nothing just to be able to have content for their YouTube channels. <laughs> and I, I I just find this amazing. Is is it one of those things where? The reason why they've been so secretive and everything is because they've had to piece this together because of the shooting schedule with COVID and all these things or from from the actor's perspective, what why do you think they've been so secretive whereas with the Boba Fett show, <laughs> they they put a trailer out there, they've done all these things and all of a sudden it's on it's on Disney Plus whereas Obi-Wan right. Kenobi there are still people trying to piece tea leaves together, brother. Trying to figure out what the hell's going on here.
0: Yeah, well, think about this. I mean, Kenobi is is a character that we have really fell, fell in love with. You know, um, yeah, he's he's right there in the original, and then Ewan McGregor nailed it in the prequels. And so you want to be very mindful and care, careful in in spending as much time as possible to make sure that the visual effects and all that stuff yes. looks great. Because if you release something a little too early. And and fans are very tied to this this character. Oh my god! They're, they're gonna have something to say. Yeah. So you want to be you don't want any Game of Thrones moments where all of a sudden a, you know a water bottle is showing up out of and like disconnects you from the universe. You want to make sure that you've taken as much time as possible. Yeah. Um, and I, fans are gonna love Kenobi. I I will say that. But it's you know you gotta you gotta you gotta just make sure that you're doing it all right. And then also yes. you know. With Boba Fett out right now, you want to make sure the focus is on that. So I'm oh, that, sure that before too, too long, you'll, there'll be more Kenobi uh, footage or something. So,
1: so the 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 shooting schedule how did how did you get how did you end up with the Obi Wan Kenobi? Did you get that before the Boba
0: Fett series or uh, I, no? So I actually Boba Fett was first. Uh, I shot that in February or end some March, I think. Yeah. And then while I was on that, uh, a buddy of mine, Warren Prue. He ended up being the stand-in for Kenobi himself, and he, he's already cool. announced that. Um, so, that was really cool, and he kind of gave me a secret email to, to go ahead and say, hey, you were a stormtrooper in Mandalorian, but I wasn't. It was that kind of fake it till you make it sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah. I was like, yeah. So, I wrote that out, and um, next thing I knew, I, I got on Kenobi, and I shot that for a certain amount of time. and um you know, it was it was an amazing time. It was, it was great fun. I'm excited for the fans to see that connective tissue between the prequels to the the, yeah. the original sort of trilogy, and um, it's going to be a great show.
1: Well, I I, I think the uh, the the fact that all this stuff kind of flows together is what's making all this stuff work.
0: Yeah, you've you got some really great masterminds with uh, John and 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 Dave. They're very. They're very uh, particular in making sure that things have that connective tissue, and, and yes. to make sure that you get that callbacks. Like if if you look in um, episode three that just came out uh, this week, there's a a really cool scene where it's a painting that the swoop, yes, you know, the I, I noticed, I noticed well that, yeah, from uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So and then even with the the Tuskens, there's a particular scene where it shows um, the whole process of getting the gas gap stick. Yeah, and um, that's a life art, life from page from Roth uh, Corey's drawings. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you you've done an amazing job on on, you know, everything connected to to all the different things besides the uh, the Star Wars stuff. Uh, <laughs> what else do you have coming out? Do, do you have any any anything you're working on, or are you just Star Wars crazy <laughs> right now?
0: <laughs> uh, I gotta be careful how I answer that, but I I'll say that um, you know I, I just finished off a associate producer project um, called "Them Wavering." That's um, cool. It happens to deal with uh, the cultural ethnic studies back in the '60s, if I'm not mistaken. That's um, cool. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, my ultimate dream is to be a Jedi. Hence the whole get up. And so yes, I, it's all about manifesting, putting <laughs> it out there. And since we saw Luke in *Mandalorian* season two, which that was amazing, I never, I never saw that coming of them bringing him back to live action. Yeah. Uh, my my ultimate dream would be if if they showed Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy before it got ransacked by Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren, then that I would, would be really to cool. Be yeah. One of his students at his Jedi Academy. So that's that's something I'm working on, just stunt classes and things like that. And then a big thing that I have coming up is we've got a Tuscan watch party that we're going to do. <laughs> That's awesome. It'll be my, myself and a, uh, another buddy of mine and Juan Prue, who I mentioned earlier, the stand-in for Kenobi. Um, and we're going to kind of go through behind the scenes and on-set stories and commentary and all that stuff. But what's really cool is that all the proceeds from that event, it's going to go to the Iowa City Children's Hospital, which is where my Star Wars story began all those years ago. And That's to awesome. Kind of pay it forward and give it back to the universe. That's really cool.
1: That is that is really cool that everything just kind of kind of connects. I think yeah. I, I, I think that's pretty badass. <laughs> I think that's really cool. So, uh, an associate producer how how do how do you get that title?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, well, with that, with the with unwavering, I was uh, helping make sure that we got you know because well, one with COVID. It's, it's really made things difficult in terms of, of yes. filming. So you have to make sure you do the pre-employment testing. Um, so Disney, they actually have their own testing site. Uh, wow. So we, we get tested with PCR and then all of a sudden within like, you know, 30, 40 minutes, you've got the results. Most people don't have that advantage. You know, you got 24 yes. hours before the lab's going to process that. And so as an associate producer, I took it on upon myself to be the COVID compliance officer to make sure everyone was taken care of. That's so awesome. I had to make sure I got the testing and, and getting that all set up. But then also... I got my good buddy, Kyle Sloan, to come on and, and be a Grip. He does a lot of the Grip stuff here in L.A. with other shows. And he, he came out and uh, worked with us. And then just making sure that we're putting money in to make sure that the crew is getting fed and the cast. And then I got to play a small role in it, which was really cool. So for me, it's 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 not necessarily my story to tell, um, but it was just a cool part to be a part of that and to uh, to have that story come to life.
1: So one of the things that I noticed in the very... Uh, the like the first season of, uh, and maybe even the second season of the the Mandalorian series, mm-hmm. they did a lot of these scenes. They built like these these like green screen studios, and they shot a lot of that stuff that way. Did you guys do that with the book of Boba Fett, or was it you guys were out in the middle of the damn desert somewhere?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what you're referring to is is uh, what we call the volume. Um, yes, yes. and that's really cool. right? that's the panoramic screen. So I, yep, I'll say that yep. I've seen it and, and and been able to work on it, and that was really cool. Just because what's uh, fascinating is where the camera is being pointing. That's you know it, it could be expanding the scene or expanding the environment or contracting it. Yep. But When you walk past that it's disorienting because all of a sudden you go from sort of that little space of time. And then when you cross the, the frame, the camera is no longer there. So then all of a sudden yes. it's disorienting to kind of walk out of that, but they do a really great job in understanding how light reflects off objects. And that's something George Lucas has been working on for years yeah. and they've mastered that. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It makes you feel like it's very real and it's a, a physical thing. We had someone fall off at one point, um, but that's another story for another time. Yeah. So with uh, Boba Fett though, typically most of that, that I, that I shot for that, that was all, um, on like on location in a sense. So, you know, we That's had cool. blue screen, but then it's real sand it's outside and the yeah. desert sun of California and you, you feel it, it is present. It's definitely there. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, but, but a little hard, you know, it, it takes a lot of endurance to make sure that, you know, you're staying hydrated and, uh, and with all those layers of clothing, you're sweating. You smell pretty bad, uh, and you you yeah. really look forward to when that gust of wind comes in and kind of gives you a, a reinvigoration. <laughs> so you can, you can stand for another day.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it is it is such a cool deal. And the only reason why I asked you about the uh, the shooting part of it is because I understand that you took you you uh, you took part in the scene where the Tuscans made Boba a member of their tribe, and i didn't know if that was you know because it looks hot (laughs) that scene looks hot the whole thing looks looks like you guys are dying in those outfits
0: (laughs) well so i want to i want to make sure that uh giving credit where credit's due for the robing where where boba is actually being made a member and he's getting his own tuscan wrappings yeah uh that is that is great uh that i mentioned that's cool that's really cool yeah Uh, and so that was cool as a fan being able to see that. And it, it is the Tuscan that we both shared. So that was really cool. Um, for me, what was really awesome to be a part of was actually when he's coming back from his spiritual journey. Um, because as fans, it's it's I think that Book of Boba Fett is all about the journey of Boba in the sense of how he breaks free of the idea of him trying to be his dad. You know, when yeah. we saw him in Dionysus, it's like all of a sudden he, he wants to be his father and he wants to avenge, avenge him you know, from what Mace did. And so you see a little bit of that in Clone Wars. But what's fascinating with the Tuscans is the aspect of sort of seeing the life of Boba living through them. Because if yeah. you look at the Tuscan kid, it's sort of like Boba, you know, very innocent. And it's right before everything happens on Geonosis. So that's why he spares him. He sort of sees himself. And then Joanna Bennett, who plays the Tuscan warrior, she's a badass. She's fierce. Yeah. She, and, you know, it's like Boba in his prime when we saw him in Empire Strikes Back. But even in Empire Strikes Back, Boba still obeys or listens to Vader. Yeah. Vader says no disintegrations and he has to he has to basically say okay that's that's the way it goes and then when you look at the chief he's the one that Boba wants to be it's the one that answers to nobody but he's a leader he is and yeah. he takes care of his people or his flock in a sense and so that was really cool to see that play out in the present time where Boba's like i'm i i want to lead by respect not by fear compared to what jabba and Biv fortuna did and then to see that whole scene where He goes on the spiritual journey and is wrestling with the tree. It's like wrestling with himself. He's trying to break free again from the expectations that have been placed on him or what he's put on himself is trying to be his dad. And then when he finally breaks free in the tumultuous water of Camino and then kind of also representing Tatooine when it was covered in water, it's his whole life and that struggle, that inner conflict. And then he he releases. He gets out and then he finally finds himself a member of the tribe. He finally finds family. And it's the first time really – that he's ever had that experience. Because if you look at Clone Wars, he's with Bounty Hunters. He's with Boss He's with yep. Aura Singh. Yep. And so now it's finally a family that says, we don't expect anything of you. All we want you to do is be present and be part of our community.
1: Well, and something else that uh, I, just doing some some prep for this interview, I understand that you did a few, um, you did a couple scenes with with uh, Tamura Morrison, who, who plays Boba Fett yeah <laughs> uh tell me a little bit about the uh because i understand there was a scene or something of uh the stunt double was supposed to do something and got hurt
0: <laughs> yeah i mean he did get knocked out i don't want to say that but he um i think he maybe did something of his leg i can't remember exact injury or, yeah. or what it was yeah i don't think it was too serious but enough where it was sort of like hey you know whether or not he can, he can complete it and tim was like i'm gonna do this And Tim always showed (laughs) up, you know, he's always just that fierce person, but he's not fierce in the, in the sense of like how he reacts or, or interacts with you. He's very kind and and generous and, um, you know, just, just a really cool guy, but it was, it was cool to see him take that on. And even when, you know, typically actors, especially if they're, they call them first team, that's when they come in and it's the, the ones that are really on camera. But uh, typically, their stand-in will be there to you know set up the camera and get the shot right and the lighting yeah. and all this. And Tim often would kind of be like, "No, I'll, I'll do it." I'm not saying every time, but uh, he he definitely was kind of like, "This is my character. This is who I want to. This is who I am."
1: That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I I think that's great. So, um, moving forward here, uh, you've got you know all sorts of different things happening. <laughs> um, when, when you get done with, um, uh, for, for instance, uh, doing the book of Boba Fett and then shooting for the, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and then doing some of the other things that you're involved in, um, is it one of those cases where you guys get all the shooting done on one show and then you move on to the next one and you might have maybe a month or two off? How does that work?
0: Um, it's, uh how do we answer this
1: um i don't i don't want you to get in trouble yeah. <laughs> for anything I, I i was just wondering if because like i've i've been around um people that have shot music videos or have shot like li- little little tv shows and things. nothing to the to the extent like you've done but they try to get everything done as quick as humanly possible <laughs> you know, like, like 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 with the with the music video guys, uh, you know, they they try to get everything shot within like a couple days. They can right. get that done. And looking at a production like this book of Boba Fett, it looks like something that my God, they it, you want to get all those desert scenes shot immediately. <laughs> you, then you, you want to shoot all that. this other stuff later <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's well and that goes back with this whole, the whole scheduling thing that we were talking about earlier you know you would want to do that uh yeah. for sure you uh, so that you have that set piece and you're able to use it but sometimes scheduling or maybe something uh that you need to add on later on isn't isn't finished in terms of a set yeah. piece or what it might be so it's it's difficult right in that regard um but it's uh, I will say that Star Wars or Disney in general, especially because of COVID, they try to kind of keep the same people if they can um, or if yeah. that you're available and stuff like that, because, you know, they they already know how you are, how you behave on set. And so they want to make sure that they're oh, yeah. continuing, uh, almost nourishing that relationship and just making sure that they, they that's their sort of way of giving back and saying, like, thank you so much for, oh, for yeah. being a part of this and, and doing yeah. a great job, you know, um, being on time and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, and, and something else uh, to, to follow up with that, I, I recently rewatched uh, rewatched the, the uh, I think it was the second Highlander movie, and one of the things that they, they, they say, uh, one of the little trivia things about that is, I guess, Sean Connery, he was only available for three days, and so they shot every they shot all his scenes in that movie in 3 days. And and I got to thinking, you know, uh if you have a you have a TV series like like with the book of Boba Fett and you've got all these people available but also at the same time, like you were saying earlier, some people's schedules are not going to line up. Right. And that's that's why I was trying to figure out because I'm like, man, you you want to make sure you keep all the people in in the in the spot and and you answered it there with disney where they want to try to make sure everybody's you know they're loyal to everybody so i i think that's pretty cool the way that that's put together
0: yeah and, and again that makes the most sense too with covid so that that way you've you know that they're they're being smart about it and all that kind of stuff yep. um yep. and it's, it's just easier <laughs> easier in, in that regard also then uh, you, hopefully, you can trust them in terms of secrets, so that you're well. Not, that
1: too, that too, really? because, because if you're, if if you're bringing
0: it, more people on, uh, oh know, yeah,
1: the more the, the the more people you got, the more people are going to run their mouths. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so I, I've been very careful on that. I'm like, hey, I'm only saying what's out there. I, I said to Kenobi about the stormtrooper because when they released the the concept art, their stormtroopers all over the place. So I was like, that's safe. But everything <laughs> else, I'm sort of like, nah, I'm waiting for a trailer. Then, then we'll see what happens.
1: Well. You you have done uh, excellent. I love the fact we were able to talk to you today. And uh, I guess before we let you go, how do people get in touch with you on social media? If they've uh, seen the show and they want to reach out to you or anything, at, 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 how do people get in touch with you, my friend?
0: For sure. Uh, so they can reach me out uh, on Instagram or Twitter. It's the Rory Ross and uh, borntobeajedi.com. That's where they can follow the updates, the, the stunt training that I'm doing. And- yeah, you gotta got manifest it. That's all. Hey, I'll tell you, brother. <laughs> hey, you, 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 know one you coolest coolest things I've gotten ever uh, was this Christmas. My girlfriend and um, the the guys, uh, sorry Daniel at Blue Box Designs, they made me an actual custom Jedi action figure, and it has a card that's box, badass card back and everything. It's uh, it has Kenner Tori on it. It's the coolest thing ever. Um, But yeah, so you can catch me out on there and we're trying to figure out autographs stuff. I've been reached out on that and just trying to figure out how to manage that. But I want to make sure that just like the Tuscan watch party, any autographs or any uh, guest appearances I do at a Comic-Con or something that I'm having some of the, the money definitely go to Iowa City Children's Hospital forever because I'm forever grateful that's awesome what, what happened and how that fa- impacted my life
1: that is fantastic well rory you have been amazing i would love to do this again when you have a have a spare moment but uh th- <laughs> th- thanks for spending as much time with us as you did and uh have yourself a good weekend sir appreciate it man
0: thank you so much and may the force be with you
1: thank you rory appreciate <laughs> it brother there he goes that is rory ross he joins us today here on the broadcast And uh, he is amazing, Uh, just great stuff. We are going to take a timeout, and when we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the big broadcast, Coast to Coast, on iHeartRadio, as well as 50+, AM, FM stations, across the country and around the world. We will inevitably see you after the break. As they say, jump off the good foot and do the bad thing uh (laughs) let me see here i'll make sure They kind of specified
2: like like, i mean she's with the you know the director of operations or the vice president oh yeah yeah i'm i'm in kind of as a special guest you know just a special guest of in the studio or something yeah when they
1: (sighs) clock had threatened to show up here and just crash the party and i told him probably not a good idea (laughs) i I would be cool with it Okay, uh, we're connecting. Of course, the blue spinning wheel of death, which is always fun. I always love these the the, the Windows blue spinning wheel of death.
2: Okay, uh, let me. Okay, you just see the one. Uh, there. The spinning wheel of death. You get at the computer the, the, on the, uh, the, the, at work house computer is
1: I have apple and uh oh apples when i used to be editing jiggy jag tv oh my god the apples if they would did the do the old blue spinning wheel of death
2: yeah like the <laughs> down little, there like, at access or something and then it's oh down,
1: god like... <laughs> yeah i was always
2: Always of course, that's probably not been updated in fucking years. And well, years. I think that's... I, I play most everything off my iPad anyway, but and still, it's nice to have a backup, you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we are live here on a very, very special broadcast. We have got a tremendous, tremendous uh, night of festivities. I-, I guess you would say. Uh, Welcome to it. I am, of course, Jiggy Jag, Jigman Freud, and uh, we are live here with traditional American Pro Wrestling, and we have got a fantastic night of events. They're holding a championship lottery. They're going to be holding that here in this broadcast, and the person that's picked will face the American heavyweight champion, yes, indeed, Cowboy James Storm, on February 18th in Harrison. And we have with us, joining us uh, via audio Skype, Crystal Quinn from Traditional Pro Wrestling. And, of course, a special guest. We couldn't do a live Jiggy Jag special without Mr. Fitness too. Uh, <laughs> Crystal can talk... Uh, Briefly, a little bit here about uh, the the company. Uh, Kind of explain to us what traditional American Pro Wrestling is, Crystal. All
3: right. Well, uh, hey, uh, Jiggy, thanks for having me tonight. Yeah. Uh, First, if I may, um, the show's actually in Harrington. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: My my I, I got some bad notes. we, we, we will have to fire fire uh, fire the producer at some point. but'll uh, <laughs> well, well, go ahead, my, my, my friend. Uh, tell us about traditional American pro wrestling.
3: Well, you know, we're really excited about this project because um, you know we, we just want to go back to the type of pro wrestling um, you know, where grandpas can take their grandkids. And remember their time in pro wrestling when they used to go with their grandpas and see the greats like Harley Race and um, Bulldog Bob Brown, and just get back to the roots of pro wrestling and not the sports entertainment that has kind of dominated yeah. professional wrestling lately. So, um, you know, we've booked some of the the best pro wrestlers in the country, you know, including as you said, James Storm, um, Ricky Reyes, the Bear City Bruiser. You know, our our mission is to just immediately hey, 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 really get back, back to girl. the the grassroots of wrestling.
1: <laughs> and, and 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 of and of course, you know, I happen to be biased, so also Mr. Fitness too. Oh
3: first, Mr. Fitness <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm, I'm just hoping that I get my name picked tonight because I'm ready, uh, I'm ready, willing, and able to step in there with Cowboy James Storm, and um, and 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 get my hands on that title, man. That that that's a beautiful belt, and I, I want it around my waist. This million dollar body needs that to happen tonight. So, um, anything I can do to sway that lottery my way, uh, just let me know. Checks in the mail. So,
1: <laughs> so Crystal, explain to me a little bit about. Something I've been hearing about this national championship series.
3: Uh, Great question. You know, uh, it's actually a sanctioning body um, that works with the confederation of several different promoters and recognizing national championships in several weight classes. So, for instance, we have Delta Jr. uh, from Colorado, who's captured the national middleweight championship in uh, our last Harrington event. Um, so it's just a, 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 an array of different promoters that are kind of all on the same page, trying to bring it back uh, to that old school wrestling style and recognizing different weight classes um, nationwide.
1: That's, that is tremendous. I love that concept.
2: i uh, also like to give a big shout out to my, uh, my partner, Fitness Junior, um, who we've done some tag team wrestling lately but he actually he captured the light heavyweight title um here recently back in december at a match down in alabama so um actually the rose garden is representing with some of this uh, national title already um he's the current reigning and defending light heavyweight title uh which i believe the uh, cutoff weight for that is 205 pounds Uh, we got the middle weight it's i think 192 pounds there's a welterweight title uh and um, currently, there's a lightweight title that's vacant, and um, really? this summer they're talking about reinstating the junior heavyweight division under the under the brand Tigerweight division. So we're really excited about that too, because um, uh, I've got some folks uh, ready to step up in the Rose Garden and, and and claim gold in all these divisions. So we're about to see some some nationwide stuff going down from my camp. Uh, whether traditional american pro wrestling likes it or not
1: <laughs> we have we have got a uh quite quite the evening here traditional american pro wrestling crystal quinn joins us we also have uh our our very special guest mr fitness too and uh so so crystal the the, the top 10 breakdown tell me a little bit about this and how you guys made this happen? Because that the, there's a lot of wrestlers. There that there's a lot of folks. A, explain to me the lottery system here.
3: Well, um, we just kind of looked at all of the the very talented individuals that we've had pass through our locker room, and um, you know looked at their competitions with our company and with others around the country and just kind of went through those rankings and uh and put them in number order uh, the top 10. and then um we came up with the system just to give kind of maybe like a handicap to some of our up-and-coming talent uh based on where they ranked in that um to help them uh you know get an extra chance to to go towards this uh this title shot you know we're we're just getting things started so the the breadth of our our numbers hasn't been super big but you know we're ready to kind of give everyone an, an equal opportunity to try and and capture the gold because i mean ultimately that's what most of these competitors are looking for
1: now of course The winner of this lottery uh, this evening, which will determine the challenger, uh, the higher one is ranked, the higher their chance of stepping into the ring and challenging for the title. There's going to be a lot of possibilities this evening, uh, but you don't want to miss the big show in Harrington on February 18th. Tickets have been flying fast for this event. Uh, Crystal, t- tell us a little bit more about the event in in Harrington and just the reception that you guys have been getting out there.
3: Well, you know, we've prided ourselves with sort of working with the towns that we um, are actually putting shows on in, yeah. and we work to um, to make ourselves a, a blessing to the community and help to, uh, to not only bring, you know, our specific brand of entertainment there, but also to, to help generate revenue for these towns that we go into. You know, Harrington, before we had gone there, hadn't had wrestling, you know, since the 80s there. So wow. um, so we've really worked uh, closely with the city manager in just kind of helping to, uh, to bring back that old-school wrestling and um so we have a really had a really warm welcome from those in the community who like we said have have that um general love of wrestling but also wanting to kind of pass it on to their family members and there's just been a lot of excitement a lot of uh people reaching out you know can't wait till we come back and very anxious to uh to be a part of that um, continuing legacy of professional wrestling uh, in Kansas and all over the country. So That's awesome. It's been really exciting, and I think we've we've really just um, enjoyed the the warm welcome as we go to different communities, but especially Harrington um, lately. Just having that general feel and um, making an impact and cultivating that next generation of, of wrestling fans
1: that's awesome now fitness you have been all over the country all around the world and back several times what, what did you think of the harrington show when you guys were there i, I believe it was uh november 12th of last year
2: um november that was our uh our actual uh second time in that town um we were there in, in july and november both and uh the crowd has been great. Um it, it, they were just on fire for wrestling, you know, and yeah. and we went to the we went to the hotel even um and to check in and then we of course the company had gotten some hotels for uh, several of the wrestlers that were traveling and this and that. Um, but the hotel was full, you know, and he said the only time that ever really happens, is, you know, in, in a town of that size, would be like a funeral or something like that, you know, or, <laughs> or, or another, you know, or another, yeah. another big
3: event. But
2: it was the only thing going on that weekend. And, and he was like, man, though, this hotel is full. This is great. Um, there's the, uh, there's a place called the spot and dining car uh, there that, that is a bar and bar and grill and restaurant. We have our after parties there all the wrestlers or you know a good good number of the wrestlers will be you know go down there and have yeah. drinks after the, after the wrestling card is over um, a lot of the locals will show up just to get a chance to have a drink with some of the wrestlers and you know it's, it's just good for everybody man it, it, oh, it, yeah. it boosts the economy up and 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 also morale man it gives people something exciting to do and look forward to so that's uh, that's something we're proud to be a part of for sure.
1: Well, i th- I think it's pretty cool that, that you guys are are, are going to be doing this event. Let Let's talk a little bit about the breakdown, the, the 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 top ten, because I I'd like to know who some of these some of these folks are that that are in the top ten that is uh, going to be part of this.
2: Oh, yes, I'll tell you. I'm excited because I've since since I've got since you dialed me in on this broadcast. I've been pacing. You probably noticed I've been pacing. I've been chain-smoking. I want to know where I'm at on this list. And, I know, and then I want to know who's going to get picked and who's going to get this shot, man. This is exciting news. I've been actually stocking the traditional American pro wrestling page all day. I keep hitting refresh, hoping that they would give me a, a little sneak peek. of the, gonna, yeah. I was hoping they'd, they'd re- at least release uh, release the rankings for me. But uh, yeah, I'm excited let's let's get this thing let's get this thing cooking man
1: so 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 crystal who who are some of these folks that that are on this this top ten?
3: oh well, um I mean, if you've been following wrestling in the region and nationwide really a lot of these names will will be familiar to you um and uh, it's just you know a, a breadth of the amazing talent that is available um, on the independent oh, circuit, calling. you know, there's just there's she a lot
2: of. You're nervous and shaking. Let's get this <laughs> countdown going, man. I'll, where am I at? The list. Am I number one? Am I number 2 Where i I'm ready.
1: Well, ready to get... you know, fitness. When 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 you made the comment about you've been refreshing the page and you've been stalking the page all day, I'd be nervous too if I was her. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh dear
1: <laughs> because my my God you, you, you're like a maniac you, I'm, I'm, I'm watching you here here on the video you're, you, you you truly are pacing back and forth you're chain smoking and then on top of this, I asked her for the top ten. She's she's putting over everybody,
2: not giving any names, and you pace even more and smoke oh, even more. I know, more. man. I, <laughs> if I had any nails left, I'd still be chomping on them, man. I I shook I shook my shake weight uh, practically to pieces earlier. And I gotta I gotta do some I gotta do some maintenance on my shake weight and put it back together. I shook it to pieces, man. All right. Well, who do, uh, so. Are we, are we going to count this thing down? Who's who's coming in at number ten, rank yes. number ten? Uh, yeah,
3: number ten. We've got Niles Plunkett,
2: the connoisseur. The
3: connoisseur. The connoisseur. Plunket. I
1: interviewed him at a uh, at at a, at a show in Wichita, Kansas, a couple years ago, and me and me and all, uh, old old J M Steele did an interview with him, and uh, Niles spoke to jm the entire time didn't say one word to me and at the end but he took his wine glass and he left that's
2: all i know about niles <laughs> hey i will i will say uh i think i think the reason he's coming in at 10 and i might be wrong but the rumor that some of the boys in the back were talking about now him and beer city bruiser main evented actually the last uh yes, show, yes the november 12th show oh. But it ended in a practically a riot. I mean, it was a brawl, uh, they both hit the referee. and I know that he both him and Beer City Bruiser were um, were not uh, able to be ranked for I don't know if it was thirty days or sixty days. Um, I don't I, I don't know if you can clarify that crystal, but uh, apparently the time is up. If there was a fine, I guess it's been paid. And I guess just in time to sneak back into the top ten. Um, I don't think that reflects his ability at all, because he's probably, uh, for my money, the, the the finest professional wrestler aside from myself in the Midwest. Um, he's got a strong legacy and, and is an incredible incredible uh, fighter. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that he snuck back into the list despite the troubles at the last show. And, and there's definitely been enough time passed. Uh, what is the date today? The 13th? Yes. 14th? No, it's 15th. 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 Yeah, so I mean if it was 30 days or 60 days or whatever, he's definitely um he's outside of that, that. window to be reinstated. So that's 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 pretty exciting um exciting news for him. Now, now Crystal, please clarify for us. Can I call you Crystal or should I call you Dr. Williams? What what should I call you? <laughs>
3: Christmas I don't want to screw up fine.
2: my chances here. All right. <laughs> so, now, him with a number 10 rank, Niles gets his name placed into the lottery how many times? Just once. Once. So, he's got one chance to win. One chance. One chance. Okay. So, right. so...
1: Okay, Niles is at number ten. Who's number nine on this list? Number
3: nine is Donnie Pepper Cricket. Oh,
1: Donnie Pepper Cricket! I am I, <laughs> I, I am always entertained by Donnie when I see him at shows.
3: Absolutely. He is
2: fantastic. He's a
3: crowd favorite for sure.
2: Yeah. Him and I've had uh, several battles over the years for sure. Um, and he's 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 a he's a tough opponent. There's yeah. no doubt about it so okay so if
1: donnie is is number nine how many chances does he have in this this, he gets uh, two he gets two see it's not it's not looking good fitness for you there's there's already there's
2: already well hey as long as my name's higher on that list now the higher your ranking though the more chances you get right that's true,
3: so and you won't right. have to wait long, Mr. Fitness, because coming in at number eight is Mr. Fitness too. Number number eight. Number
2: eight. So I thought I would at least be a top three or four. I mean, I know I've done some tag stuff lately.
3: I've done. Some I mean, tag you're in the top stuff. ten.
2: I don't want to. I mean, I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but I. I mean. I'd be really surprised. I'm, I'm interested to see who's ranked above me.
1: Okay, so uh, so wait a sec. If, if Donnie gets two chances, two, that means you being above him, you I mean, get, I get at least three, right? You get three.
3: The good news is it's actually four chances. I get four chances. You get four you chances. That, chances. Cricket,
2: I got four chances. Uh, four <laughs> chances. All right, so my name goes in the hat four times. So let's go ahead and just draw. Let's draw for this thing right now. No. Wait, wait, no. Right. We got we to go down the list, brother. Right, <laughs> I don't well, want we'll to put everyone else's name in there. Got, <laughs> I, <we've already> <laughs> I want to put everybody else's name in, the, in there. In the region, already in there. Donnie it's, Pepper Kirk, Niles Blanquet, and myself. That's a good field to pick from. Let's go ahead and pick. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's right. Just, <laughs> just throw everybody else out. Well, well, <laughs> we'll just
1: we'll just go with you. What the hell? What are they doing for me? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Who'd they ever beat?
2: <laughs> hell, I mean, who else? Who else marched into? I marched into Harrington, Kansas, the first the first wrestling card there, and since since the 1980s, uh, not even knowing who my opponent was going to be. I had an open one thousand dollar challenge. Not fight anybody in the building. Or anybody in the crowd, or anybody in the state, or in the country, and who else has got the guts to do that? I, I mean, I think I, I think that should garner a little higher than that I should did. garner a little little higher. Well,
1: okay, so so who?
2: So Crystal, who who is
1: who is above fitness on this list?
3: <laughs> well, coming in at number seven is Christian Temple.
1: Christian Temple, I like Christian
2: Temple. I've always been a
1: Christian fan Temple. of Christian Temple.
3: Christian Temple how
2: how is Christian Temple higher on the rankings than me Who wrote if this It makes you feel any better, better than the same amount of chances it's right. four. He gets he gets the same amount of chances as me Yes but he's ranked higher Correct <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that part I guess <laughs> yeah. more chances too so so, can so we just say that we 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 tied? In the I rankings? mean, you
3: you can you can say that if it
2: makes you feel better. I mean, he's I mean he's an up and up and coming guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a talented guy. I got nothing bad to say about him, but but he's not me. I mean I don't understand he's how fitness. he's ahead of me. That's frankly. right. Nuts, man.
1: Although I've seen I've seen Christian Temple at a, at a, at a couple shows recently, and he does have good face paint. So <laughs> you know indeed. If that, <laughs> Okay. Above above Christian Temple, who who's who's next on this list?
3: Well, um number 6 is actually an interesting uh contender. We don't know who it is yet. Um Look it's going to be Wait The winner of a match. <laughs> okay. That's yet to take place.
1: So Oh, I'm I totally this... confused. What? What? What, what is? <laughs> which? Which? Right, which so by the funny. way, Crystal, hmm. that 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 is not a rarity. I'm always confused.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Well, let me see if I can clarify. So, um, we actually have a match coming up uh, on January 29th in Arkansas, uh, and the winner of that match will be the winner of the Southern Heavyweight Championship. Uh, yeah. So.
2: Okay. Um, crown, it's either yeah. gonna
3: be Tim Rockwell or space Cowboy Jason Jones but we wanted to make sure we captured that spot for that contender so whomever it ends up being that's who's gonna have the opportunity
2: yeah I tell you crown Crown Pro wrestling is, is a great company um, they they're they're based down there in, in Arkansas um, I was actually booked on a card down there. Um, of course, Space Cowboy Jason Jones was the longtime reigning Southern Heavyweight champion. Um, Tim Rockwell did beat him for that belt, and I, I don't remember when that was, but it was several months back. I can't—I don't think it was in the summer, maybe in the fall, but um, Tim Rockwell was a champion for a while. Yeah. Um, I was at a Mid-States card back in early December where – Uh, Jason Jones recaptured the Southern heavyweight title. And that was from Mid-States Wrestling, another great, great uh, old school pro wrestling company. We, the very next night, they had a rematch. There was a three-way match and two people got in on the pin, which happened to be Jason Jones and Tim Rockwell. So, so the Southern heavyweight title uh, situation down there is is up for grabs it's contention they're actually going to have a have a fight to figure out who is actually the southern heavyweight champion because they're both claiming it and yeah, i think they're both I, claiming I, and it i, I believe the match be Some promoters and everything it's a big deal down there
1: i believe it's january
2: 29th january 29th yeah and yeah. that's it for, and that's for um, for crown pro wrestling yes yeah. and i'm I'm actually booked on that card as well. I'm going to be down there and I I'll, I'll be watching firsthand to see who that southern heavyweight champion is. Um which is a prestigious title in its own right. So I, I just I think uh I don't even know who to put my money on in that one. You know what I mean? Uh Tim Rockwell's a bad dude. Jason Jones is 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 I mean, iconic. Down. I mean, he's. I, that love, guy. Jason. I, I, oh, I yeah. love Jason. I love Jason. He's, he's fantastic. He's, he's one of the best in the biz, man. Hard, hardest working man. in Hardest pro wrestling. working man in pro wrestling. He's great. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm interested to in seeing how that, how that turns out. Um, so let me get this right. One of those guys. So if 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 you if you draw number six, then we won't even know who's facing. Uh, james storm for the for the american heavyweight title until, until after this january 29th ninth. is that correct that's correct so we may not even have an answer tonight
1: we might <laughs> narrow
2: it down to two
1: why <laughs> we might be boiling it down to uh to two guys rockwell or uh, space
2: cowboy so how many how many chances do they get at the number six spot
3: uh ironically six <laughs>
2: This. That's awesome. Okay. So the 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 winner, whoever becomes the undisputed Southern heavyweight champion at number six, they get their yep. name in the hat six times for a chance at the American heavyweight title on February eighteenth in Harrington, Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Noted. All right. Well let's, let's who's who's Okay, next? so look. who's
1: who's next there their
2: crystal?
3: All right, coming in at number five is Preston Maxwell. Oh, Preston that's Maxwell. interesting.
2: That's interesting. Yes, he's an incredible wrestler out of Omaha. He's had some great showings uh, in Harrington. Uh, wrestled uh, against Ricky Reyes and did not get the win, and that was an open challenge match, or excuse me, an open open weight challenge match It wasn't a heavyweight title ranking fight but then uh he followed that up with a win over the the uh scarecrow in november who came up from florida um which was another thing i mean Preston maxwell is is an incredible wrestler he can go with anybody and i know that but still i was i was still a little shocked because i don't i don't think i've ever seen scarecrow um scarecrow lose man he's he's a bad bad dude and Preston Maxwell got the, got the win there in Harrington in November over him. So that's interesting to see him rank number five. So, I say definitely well, well well deserved.
1: So with with Preston Maxwell being at, as 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 ranked as he as as high as he is, how many chances does he get in the uh, in this lottery? He
3: gets six.
1: He gets six. So we're also
2: six. Is there so? There's got to be some kind of scientific method to this. There's got to be something. Yeah. Like, there's there's, there's, there's like something one going on here. Two chances, then four, and then four, and then was it two people with six? Correct. So the next one, we're coming in at number four. Do they get what seven or eight chances?
3: They uh, well coming in at number four is going to be Brian Blade, and he will get eight chances.
1: Brian Blade. You know what is funny about about Brian Blade is I met Brian Blade one time, <laughs> one time years and years ago. And
2: how is that possible? I don't know. I don't know how the hell that's possible. <laughs> if you're a mover and shake, you'd be you'd be at all these wrestling cards. I've been at all these wrestling shows, and I've met him one time. <laughs> it's great, man. I've I have. Uh... I don't think there's anybody I fought more than Brian blade with the exception. It might be, it might be kind of a toss up between him and uh, Tommy snow. Yes. I don't know who I fought more. Um, But, but yeah, him and I know, know each other very, very, very well inside the ring. And uh, we've actually partnered together before, but that didn't last very long. We, um, We have we have we have fought a lot. He's he's one of the best pure athletes I think I've ever met. Um, He's just I mean he's good at everything he does. Hell, he even he back in the day, man. I've known him since probably two thousand three or four. And back in them days, man, if he wasn't wrestling, he was driving a race car on his time off. I mean, just a talented dude, man. Like whatever whatever he does, he normally excels at. Um and and part of me just wants him to go away. You know what I mean? Like he got tired of, get tired of <laughs> I just I want him to go him away. Somebody. And I get tired of him beating on me. I don't even know who's ahead, man. Like I, I I will say that uh he he's beaten me as many times as I've beaten him, maybe, maybe even more. But wow. if nothing else, I think I, I think he would be I think he would tell you nobody has beat him in his career more than the more than me. Even if he's beat me more than I've beaten him, which is a possibility. I'm not saying it's true or not true. Yeah. But I think he would tell you that that and he's been in the ring with everybody, man. I mean Kamala and Heidenreich and God damn he'd been in the ring with a lot of people, man. So yeah. and James Storm, matter of fact, James Storm defeated him in Harrington back in July in a very, very close matchup. So Brian Blade, I know he's uh, definitely wanting to get back in the gold. He's a, he's the kind of guy that doesn't like to be a not he, he doesn't like to not be a champion. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. Well, I uh, seen I
1: seen a belt on 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 or a photo of like Brian hold like eighteen belts on Facebook. So
2: <laughs> he's he likes belts. Yeah, he's he does like belts. He's, so he's he's, he's, one, he's one of the few too in the in the. Uh, that have been around not only this region, but he's, he's traveled about as much as I have too. So yeah. to tell, I fought, I, I fought against him in Indiana and Illinois and Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, Kansas, um, probably, I think Missouri and, uh, and Texas and Oklahoma. I've wrestled against him in it probably damn near every state you've ever been to Jiggy. <laughs> What about Wisconsin? And Wisconsin, Wisconsin, yes, and Wisconsin. I can't believe I forgot Wisconsin. And Minnesota. Shit.
1: (laughs) So okay, we've 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 got Brian Blade. Who who's next on this list, Crystal?
3: All right, coming in at number three is JC Thunder with eight. JC
1: Thunder. And the last time I saw JC Thunder, he was wearing a Christmas outfit. At a, uh, at like a Horton, Kansas, I think it was. You were on that show, Fitness. Yeah. Uh, is he is
2: he that gonna was, have
1: is he gonna have his he, Christmas outfit yeah. on? You think in uh, in Harrington?
2: I, th- I think the holidays are over. He was wearing the Christmas outfit also uh, in Harrington at, at our last show, uh, at, our, at the last wrestling card in Harrington. He he did that as well, but then the very next night in Topeka, him and I actually tag teamed together against uh, the Chicano Terror, uh, Mike Ortega and uh, Scarecrow, and and believe it or not, the principal of the Holy Family Catholic School there in Oakland. <laughs> so
1: uh, I, I I love it, was, it when the local schools and the principals and everybody
2: get involved. That's that's it was pro a wild wrestling. Ride, man. I'll tell you where I messed up in that match is I did underestimate that principal because I didn't think he belonged in a wrestling ring, and I poked him <laughs> out, and I even broke his glass. I took his glass off, and I broke him, and I threw him in the crowd. Um, and not to sound like a bully, but honestly, if you haven't paid the dues I've paid, you don't belong in my ring is how I felt. And he immediately got the finger at death, poked my chest from one corner to the other, and put me in detention, told me I had Saturday school. And I was scared for my life. (laughs) That's awesome. You know how long it's been since I've had detention? It's been a long time. Long time. But but back to JC Thunder, I didn't get to tag with him that night. Um, He's got a different kind of strength, man. And also, ironically enough, he's one of the only guys in this area that I have never had a singles match against. Really? I don't quite that is now we've 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 been able to find somebody to change that <laughs> but we have never ever 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 had a singles match ever wow but I can tell you this he's got a different kind of strength he is he's just a big brute just his big hands. Dude. and I pride myself on my grip strength like I practice my grip strength constantly in wrestling drills and this and that Um I, I think I think he could probably just sh- grab your 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 forearm and snap in half if you wanted to. he is just so strong and he hits probably harder than anybody that's ever hit me yeah yeah he's just a big tough guy so he's um and and actually i know he was ranked number one back as far back as uh november and i and he was i is this correct crystal i think he was actually defeated by big dog is that is that correct is that why he fell to number three yes interesting which means that big dog is gotta either be one of the next two on the list and and I, I think I've already got this figured out I don't I just don't know the order um, I'm gonna make a <laughs> prediction though. That uh, big big dog, and he's been in a brutal feud with another top contender that's not been named yet, and I know he's still been winning big matches around the country in Ohio and Puerto Rico, and that's uh, Chief Atakulakula. I just don't know which one's number one or two. So so let's 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 uh, let's figure this out. Who's 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 coming in at number two? Yeah.
3: Well, um, we had a very interesting and deliberated a while, and, and- and we actually put um, number two, Chief Atakulakula, and number one as Big Dog. But we really just felt like they were kind of tied for the positions. Um, and like you said, they have been feuding, uh, so they're going to get ten chances each.
2: They both wait. They both get their name in the hat ten times. <laughs> right. Chief Atacula Kula gets ten chances, and Big Dog gets ten chances, all in the hat, and, yep. and I've got four. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Well, maybe. Hey, maybe the wrestling so, gods will look out for me today. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe I'll get my name picked anyway. I mean, four is not bad. At least it's not one chance or two chances. I guess. But well,
1: let's let, 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 let's talk about. Uh, big dog here, real quick. Since since you 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 guys brought him up, he is uh, I love big dog. He is he's great, and uh, you've had a few matches against him,
2: correct, fitness? Um, I have. Um, I will say, looking at these top four, like I said, J C Thunder, um, has an inhuman amount of strength. And, and I actually compare him and, and Chief Atacula Kula. Um, their strikes are about as hard as you can be hit in the business. Them guys are so strong. Um, Big Dog's got a different kind of strength. I think if Chief or J.C. Thunder punch you in the chest, you'll fly back further than if, if Big Dog hits you in the chest, but not by much. But... I feel like Big Dog can grab you and throw you and bounce you off the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like they're just two different kinds of strength. Yeah. Um, Big Dog has got an explosive strength. Like uh, I, I, I think I think I'd rather be punched by him than Chief or Thunder, but I'd rather take a shoulder tackle from Chief or Thunder than Big Dog. Because because when he hits you with a clothesline or a fucking shoulder tackle, he's so explosive, um, it'll knock you right out right out of your boots almost, man. And 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 it'll it, it'll it'll make you feel like you got a liver disease or something, man. It takes <laughs> get getting hit by Big Dog makes you feel like you yes. have a liver disease. Like I said, it's a, it's a different it's a that different. That is fantastic. It's explosive and he doesn't quit. Um, yeah, there's no love lost between me and Big Dog, man. We Um, but I got to give him credit where it's due. The guy's jacked. Um, yes, he, he's a real American hero, man. You know what I mean? He's on the wrestling circuit nonstop. And when he's not on the wrestling circuit, he's serving our country and being deployed. So I got to give him credit for that, whether I like him personally or not. Um, he's just, uh, he's, he's definitely a role model that, that kids can look up to and, and this and that. So uh that's not really my bag i don't care to be a role model good for him but you've got the million uh, dollar
1: body I, you don't need to be a role model
2: yeah, that's right i got the million dollar <laughs> body the I mean, kids should be looking up to me instead honestly but no but truth be told man big dog's a bad dude and then chief had a coola yeah
1: um, let's let, let's talk about the chief uh you know he's another guy that i've never met I've that been to a lot of end. wrestling shows. I've never met the Chiefs, well,
2: but-, but well, but I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reason for that though. Chiefs never in one place very long, and he, um, he has been wrestling for. I got to do the math. I think he started in 1988. Jeez, and he is still one of the most active guys in the world today, um, and and is a regular in Puerto Rico at last I knew he was a champion in Puerto Rico I don't know if that's still the case wow. um but he's also a regular through the Midwest region with MWA yeah uh, who but speaking of which MWA has got a great big card coming up um January 28th in Lincoln the night before I'll be in in Arkansas I'll be in Lincoln Nebraska in Lincoln and 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 doing a, doing a big up there um Chief Atacula Kula Uh, Is a regular in the northwest part of the country in the the, like the Portland uh, territory. He goes to the Redwoods every year uh, in California and, you know, Washington, northwest, um, you know, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kansas. And again, a regular in Puerto Rico. So he's just he's all over the place. So if you haven't caught up with him, that's that's why. You may have to book you a flight to Puerto Rico and check out them sandy beaches. Lovers, you
1: know, you know I, I mean? may have to go to Puerto Rico. You know, that would be that 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 would be fun. So so the chief, so 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 Crystal, tell me tell me a little bit about his chances uh, in this. He he's got ten. Is that is that pretty much what it is?
3: Correct. Um, he's got ten chances as well as Big Dog. And you know, they've they're they're both incredible competitors and um you know, we're really really excited that he's continuing to be part of our company and yeah. uh and contributing to to that old school strength. Like I've seen some really amazing and incredible matches uh with Chief Atakuakula, um that just go back to to the roots, like I said. Yeah. And, and uh so we're really excited for all of our competitors and uh I think it's going to be an amazing match uh for the belt and I'm I'm getting anxious. I want to know when we're going to find out. So,
1: let's let's do this with all this in mind. Uh I I guess pick a how how how, how do we do this, Crystal? How, how do we
3: well, I have um, I have a hat with all the names in it, the appropriate number of times. So, I'm just uh, waiting for the OK to pull out our our contender.
1: You, you might as well, well, uh, you know, because if if if, if fitness has uh, chain smoked enough cigarettes here, <laughs> if you do not get us, I mean, that's his get audio, us a contender. He might have to go get another oh, yes. carton. Before we can, before we can get the, uh, get the name out of this. Hat.
2: Yeah. I'm just getting my cardio in, bro. You know what I mean? Getting my cardio in. <laughs> Man, right, I tell you, you gotta, go. you, you gotta pick my name. I need this chance. I, you know, I've had belts all over the place and I've had, and, and, and I've got one of the <laughs> best winning last minute petitioning. In here from you. I Well, And I understand I did, I did kind of have a rough year of adjusting my style a little bit and I had, you know, but. But come on, you know, I mean, I've I've been a proven commodity in, in several <laughs> different territories, and and I I really think I really think the best thing you can do right now just pull my name out of the hat. I mean, good for you, good for me, good for business, it's good for everybody uh, to see <laughs> Cowboy Jack versus Houston Fitness too. So let's 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 go ahead and draw my name out that out that app. But, so you I know,
3: what I can say is this: you know, either way, we're going to see you on the show, so you'll get your envelope. So, you know, you 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 you're, you're going to be there.
2: Yeah, you're going to be there. So I'd like to You to I won't be but but that's a lie cuz I have never no showed anybody in my life. So
3: <laughs> All right, our uh contender, it looks like um Niles Plunkett.
2: Niles Plunkett. He that game with one chance. He
1: had one chance.
2: Oh and my he- god. <laughs>
0: That's
2: so oh! Crazy. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's gonna God. be a great match. So this is, this I'm is
3: excited.
2: Done, so this is a done deal. That's it. Yeah, it's a done deal. Oh. Done deal. All right. Well, I I gotta say uh, that's it's gonna be an incredible match. I mean, any way you look at it, these i'm i mean i have i mean i wish i wish it would have been me but i'll i mean i'll hopefully get a chance down the road that's all i can say but he but but you know the the connoisseur is uh one of the finest technical wrestlers when he wants to be i know he breaks some rules and he's he does things own way which is something i can definitely get behind and respect but but he's got a knowledge of, of wrestling uh you know, trained by the, the, the great, late, great Sonny Myers and, and also uh you know, spent time out with Harley and uh he's he's I guess if it's not me, I could I well definitely be get him. behind it being him. Kinda. Let's let's put it like because he does represent everything that uh that that pro wrestling should be coming from a you know, a perspective of a guy like me that's not scared to kick you in the balls. So <laughs> If you're if you're a wrestling that's, purist,
1: that's quite the that's quite the endorsement for yourself. Well, I mean, there, you sir. know,
2: if you're a wrestling purist, if you can't <laughs> if you can't appreciate a good Greco Roman eye gouge, uh, it may not be your. That's nephew, right, Greco Roman eye gouge. But I, yeah, I mean, if it's not me, I guess that, that may be the next best thing for uh, traditional American pro wrestling is uh, Niles Blanquet. Okay, I'll I'll co-sign it. I'll get behind it.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think it'll be a good match. Not Niles is. Uh, is fantastic and uh crystal's excited i'm excited you're getting behind this so i i I think this that this will be a fun show so uh so crystal uh wrap it up here for us my friend kind of explain to us uh what we're in for harrington uh here here very soon
3: well you know we're just we're gonna have a an amazing evening planned uh We've got our heavyweight match now. and
2: Now, now know, wait we'll a know. minute. Now, wait a minute. Hold on just a second. Now, <laughs> I, was, I, I was actually told uh, through the grapevine, because, you know, I'm well connected. Yes. In the different areas around the country, including the Omaha Territory and the Sioux City and the Lincoln and the... the um the chlamydia iowa and all them different places
1: you know i had a job interview there at one point in chlamydia iowa yes i did it was a very small town we uh we ended up driving past these giant uh statues that these giant wood cutouts that i guess were from a jim carrey movie they were too expensive to move so they just left them there yes that
2: Man, I you know you know what? I call it committee. Iowa, it's actually clar- clar- Clarinda. Clorinda. Um not to get off topic, man, um this is probably gonna get me give me a little emotional, man, but uh before COVID and everything uh shut down. I was driving through that area. We were taking the back roads. I can't remember why we were taking the back roads, but
1: um Probably
2: closed before before he <laughs> passed and and the entire trip Um, because him and I uh, would always, when we would drive down the road, man, we would joke about, like, pop culture references from, like, the 80s and the 90s. And, you know, that's why him and I kicked off and became Buzz in the first place. I love the movies Toxic Avenger. Well, on the way up there, I can't, I don't remember what brought it up, but we were talking about, and you probably remember this, do you remember they'd always have the TV commercials for these, like, compilation albums? yes. With different things like like the be Time like, Life stuff. Yes, yeah, the Time Life stuff. Well, one of them back in the day, if you remember, was was a bunch of stuff from the '60s, like rock, you know, Creedence and and Sounds um, of the Cream and Hendrix, something. and it was called Freedom Rock. Oh, really? And, and the commercial, we were just laughing so hard about it because him and I remembered this commercial almost word for word. This guy walks up to a hippie. And he's like, "Is or no?" A hippie walks up to a guy and he's like, "Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock?" And the other guy goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, turn it up, man." <laughs> you know, it's kind of this fucking groovy hippie guy. Ah. And uh, and then during the they play you know play like 10-second clip of each song or five second, and then one of them said, "Do you remember the good old days, the protests, uh, something else?" going to jail, you know, or whatever, this and that and everything. Like, they're reminiscing about the 60s, about getting beat up by cops and going to jail for protesting or whatever. <laughs> like, it was the coolest thing that ever happened to them. So him and I kept laughing and joking about that the entire trip. That was, like, starting that morning. And now we're on the way back, and we're driving through there. And it was because a, a, a bad detour. I missed a fucking tr- – excuse me, pardon my language. I missed No, no you're good. You're good. <laughs> I took a detour and and I ended up on this road that I would never ever normally drive on. And we kinda we weren't really lost, but I was trying to get back to a faster route and I was gonna pull into this Casey's, the lights were on. I was like, We're gonna run in there and grab some drinks. And as soon as I'm about to turn off this road in town to pull into this Casey's, the lights turned off because they were closing. Really? So we were So I was like, man. So I'm kind of stopped in the middle of the street. And then I look up to my right and there's a sign. Apparently there's a place called freedom rock. That was like a mile that way. If you make a right turn. And we've been talking (laughs) about Freedom Rock all day. It's like one of them weird things that the universe happens. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. It's happened to me on many. And I know I got off on a tangent and it's all. No, no, no. You're good. I love the story, brother. Hey man, that. Um, moments like that, man, just are the things that the little things that just feel like the universe is telling you everything's gonna be all right, or we're on the right path, that we're doing the right thing, or or maybe that uh, may, maybe the gods just think Freedom Rock is pretty cool. I don't know, but we <laughs> thought it was cool. And, uh, Freedom Rock, Rock. you should look that look that commercial up on YouTube. I think it's floating around out there. (laughs) I gotta find Freedom Freedom Rock, Rock, man. We'll turn it up, man.
1: (laughs) Freedom Rock, that's amazing, Uh crazy. So, so Crystal. Uh, I, I wanna I wanna kind of get back to to uh, to the traditional American pro wrestling part of this. That now that we've done our our, our trip down memory lane with 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 with, with, with Time Life and their uh, and their
2: music collections. Well, and actually, what, what my what my question was actually I heard when I mentioned Clamity, Iowa. Um, Jesus. My, my question was I'd heard a rumor actually uh, that. Um, that duke cornell is coming in for this show oh
1: duke cornell i seen him in a couple shows uh fairly recently i love duke cornell
2: and is it true is it true is it not true but rumor has it um we're gonna see uh duke cornell face off against another uh, newcomer to the traditional american pro wrestling ring but but a guy's that been making waves around the region and the area, not just the area, but but around the country, actually, nationwide. Um, the rumor I heard, Crystal, and please tell me if I'm correct or I'm not correct, but my sources tell me uh, Duke Cornell is going to face off against Mitch Onyx in, in Harrington, Kansas, on February 18th. Can you oh, confirm man. that or deny that? What's the, what's the scoop?
3: <laughs> well, you're well informed. That is correct. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, hey, at least I know I know something. I I so but but who 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 do I get a fight? Do I? I mean, we got do, do I got to call Fitness Junior up? Do I get a tag match, singles match? What's going on here? Are you still working on these things? What's what's happening?
3: I mean, I I think we're still trying to find someone uh, to uh, who's an appropriate person Look for at that. your level of skill. Look
2: at that. Well, I would have got the title match to begin with. I'm just
3: gonna
2: say that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would have been money, I'll tell you what.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe 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 uh maybe James Storm retains and then you're 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 next on the list at some point.
2: I I sure hope so. I mean I don't care who it is. You know me, I'll fight anybody, man. I've always said it. I'll fight anybody anywhere. You I'll fought Kenny Zombie coaster. Jones in
1: a mall one time, so you, you uh, yes, truly will find anybody. I did
2: fight <laughs> Zombie Jones in a mall, and, and you and did.
3: Was, and you know what? um Midnight Rose was there, and he got flowers and Zombie Jones stole him <laughs> and, and beat you with them. Remember?
2: Yes. He didn't beat me with them. He might have hit me with them. <laughs> he didn't beat me. With
1: it
3: made
2: a big difference. <laughs> hey, you know,
3: well, there were flowers everywhere. Whatever flowers you
2: everywhere. That's right. Well, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I guess before we let before we let you guys go, I want to start with uh, fitness. Uh, how do we get in touch with you online, my friend, and uh, and and follow your
2: journeys and everything? Uh, Mr. Fitness Two on Facebook and uh on twitter i don't i don't tweet very much though i um i just don't like i just don't like birds very much if i can be honest they kind of creep me out you know there i do have a twitter for sure uh you can follow me on twitter uh, that's awesome Facebook, and uh hell man just catch me on the road I'm, I'm all over the place man okay i'm hoping to get back to europe here pretty soon and uh um, i took some time off for the holidays i haven't wrestled since early december but uh you know after next week it's going to be go 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 like i said i got lincoln one night arkansas the next night um following that i got some uh some other stuff coming up of course traditional american pro wrestling yep. mwa um we got crown pro wrestling you can catch me at down in Arkansas. I'll be, I got some dates coming up. Um, actually, all the way to September, man, I think I got stuff booked. But most importantly uh, to me, um, I got some time time off coming to film a movie uh, that's I very, heard very that that dear the going to my other heart. Day. And that's, um, gonna be produced by the world famous Lloyd Kaufman of Toxic Avenger fame. <laughs> that's He's produced awesome. Curse of the Were Deer from Shithouse Productions. We're going to film in, in um, the end of March and into April. So I'll be gone for about Fantastic. three weeks doing that. We actually filmed, when Midnight Rose was still with us, we filmed the, the, the teaser trailer for it that went on the film circuit, um, the, the film festival circuit. People went nuts for it. People wanted to see it. People donated money to it. Lloyd Kaufman picked it up. Um, and it's got some really great talent uh, in there. That uh, you're you're gonna be really surprised. This has got cult cult following potential for sure, including awesome. uh, the 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 adult film star Nadia White is gonna be in the in the film.
1: <laughs> oh uh, my
2: god! And you uh, and you're you're a connoisseur of of of, of that genre yourself. Yes, I, you so I know that name. So. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, and she's a real sweetheart. I met her on the on the set of uh, of uh, Shakespeare Shitstorm a couple years ago in in New York City. Um, when they filmed that, that gimmick. And then we did... Uh, anyway, we got uh, Zach Amico coming in. He's a great uh, comic from New York. He's going to be on hand. And He's also in the wrestling business. He is the brainchild behind uh, the Hudson County Horror Show that's invading the pro wrestling circuit out there in New York. He's got some big matches coming up in, in Brooklyn out that way. So he's a big big friend of the Rose Garden and uh, and a supporter of the Midnight Rose as well. So... We're keeping the cold of the midnight rose alive forever and ever and ever and ever, because he's always with us in our hearts and in our minds.
1: Look at that. Well, uh, well, Crystal. Before we before we uh, wrap things up here with you, uh, give us all the details on this on this show coming up.
3: Well, uh, I believe we'll be posting the link for the tickets to go on sale now that we have our contender. So that Fantastic. should be coming out later on this evening. Fantastic. Um, That'll be on the traditional uh, American pro wrestling. Traditional Tickets
2: American pro wrestling tonight, is that correct? Correct. And and then I understand uh March March 11th is is your follow up and from and and from what my agent's telling me that there's there's that's one of two possible venues. That's either going to be in Abilene or Junction City. Is that right?
3: Yeah, the details are still developing on that one and uh but, but that's, that's our, a done our deal. follow-up.
2: It's a sign, signed and ready to go, though, I guess. so. Yep. Fantastic. I got it on my calendar anyway, so...
1: <laughs> well, this has been fantastic. Uh, I look forward to uh, chatting with you guys again at some stage of the game. And, uh, Crystal, thanks for doing this. Fitness, I
2: really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's NFL playoff time. I, I I I got up off the couch to dial in with you, brother. So I'm gonna get back to this game and see what's happening. Well, I got money
1: to win, you know. Well, that'll work. Well, well, thank you guys. Thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it.
2: I appreciate for you having us. Take, and See you soon.
1: Definitely, definitely. There they go, Crystal Quinn and uh, Mister Fitness too. And uh, we have found. Which I cannot believe that this is real. I I did some checking while Fitness was talking and I have found the commercial that <laughs> he was talking about. The Freedom Rock commercial. This is amazing. Hey,
2: man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man <laughs> Well, turn it up, man.
3: <laughs>
1: Apparently,
2: turn it down, man. Hey, man, remember the good old days? You know, war, protest, going to jail. Well, man, we found this new album called Freedom Rock. It's got all those great songs we used to groove to back then. Just listen. I Good
3: God, y'all. Don't you want somebody to love
1: Jefferson Maybe airplane, you? Jefferson Airplane,
3: man. Shake your hand.
1: guess who? Who? Nope. Oh, Elton John. To everything The birds everything. Fitness says he doesn't like the birds Speaking Freedom of birds rock
2: has it all, man 40 original rock hits by the original artist On four records, three cassettes, or
3: two CDs Here's more In a white room With black curtains You see I've been
1: and it just goes on and on and then of course uh you can't have the commercial without this
2: only 24.95 here's how to order Credit card and COD customers call toll-free 800 6800 Or save COD fees by sending nineteen ninety five for four records or three cassettes Or twenty four
1: ninety five for two compact discs Plus $3 shipping and handling to, to Freedom, Freedom Rock, Rock 1033 Fleet National Bank building, Well, night From Road traditional online. American pro wrestling I am Jiggy Jag Peace and chicken juice everyone
0: You booked A sunny Verbo ski chalet With endless views of snow-covered Peaks <laughs>